Listen via TuneIn.com or download Fresh FM Nigeria on Play Store. This is Fresh 107.9, where we keep you fresh all day.
A great morning to you, wherever you're listening to us from today, Friday, the 3rd of June, 2022. Great to know you're there uh, this morning. It's time to take a look at the headlines on the dailies. Welcome to Freshly Pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM, Abelkta, at least for one more time uh, this week as we wrap things up as far as the uh, five working days are concerned. Wally Bakar is my name, and I hope your Friday morning has started the brightest way possible. The Punch, The Guardian, The Nigerian Tribune. Uh, the Pempishing newspapers, those are some of the options available to us this morning. There's a lot to talk about, uh, especially with the uh, various uh, presidential hopefuls and aspirants uh, for the All Progressives Congress. Uh, wrap things up ahead of the uh, party primaries that will be happening in a couple of days. Samson Agnilla is with me this morning on the program. Um, I can't, well, first Friday in a very long time. <laughs> good morning, sir. Great to have you join us. Yeah, good morning, Wally. Well, the first Friday uh, since this year began. Mm. Uh, I don't think I've been here on a day like I this. So. It's, it's a special occasion. Uh, there's a reason this is happening. And uh, it's, it's just good to be back on the beach on a Friday morning. Okay, so uh, the punch with a couple of headlines this morning. Boldly written there. I brought Buari out of political retirement, assisted him to emerge president. That's the former Lagos State Governor, Shwaj Bolamet Tinubu, is on the punch. That particular report you'll find on many of the dailies uh, this morning. 2023 presidency, APC Melouz, if, uh, well, uh, the governor of Undo, Kiridolu, uh, giving some reasons there. You will find it on the punch as well. Uh, there are more talking 2023, but there are a lot of others uh, on the punch this morning. Well, okay, a Quara policeman detained for slapping brothers at checkpoint. Two Kaduna terrorists killed. Police recovered two rifles. That's on the punch as well. Okada ban. Lagos set to crush another 2,228 motorcycles. There is U.S.-based Nigerian kills self after shooting wife, grandmother. Uh, that is also on the punch. Electricity tariff surged by 58% after 500 billionaire subsidy suspension. A report you will find on the punch as well uh, this uh, Friday morning. The Nigerian Tribune uh, this uh, morning also uh, with some of these headlines are uh, the uh, visit of uh, the uh, former Lagos State Governor to Oyo and Ogun uh, yesterday, uh, generating a lot of attention on many of the dailies, especially uh, some of the things said by the former Lagos Governor. Uh, Bolatinubu, uh, when he visited Lagos uh, there on many of the dailies, the Nigerian Tribune says, uh, I have paid my dues. It's my time to become president. That's on the Tribune. Oshibajo, APC chairman, governors hold crucial meeting in Abuja, also there on the Tribune. Um, insecurity, Fulanese from 16 countries converge on Abuja. That is on the Nigerian Tribune as well. Uh, there are a couple of others uh, on the Tribune talking about uh, some other issues. Ban on Okada operations still in force in Kano. Uh, ban on Okada operations still in force in Kano. That's according to the Commissioner of Police there. Uh, the Guardian uh, this uh, Friday uh, says um, insecurity. Could worsen ahead of general election, says report. Oaneze, Arewa chieftain, won Buhari APC leaders over 2023 presidency. There's also APC presidential primary aspirants, stakeholders, 
in last throw of dice that you will find on the guardian as well i'll defend nigerians in foreign lands protect spanish firms says president that is the lagos takes fight against sexual gender violence to riverine communities you will find that on the guardian as well abakiari gets caught not to counter extradition suit with fresh evidence that is there uh, on the guardian as well uh, this uh, friday morning uh, the uh, the Pempushing newspapers uh, has got some headlines uh, this morning as well. Don't be an ingrate towards my presidential ambition. Tinubu tells Governor Abiodun, that's on the Pempushing newspapers this morning. Custodian of Olumorok deity dies at 137. Uh, it's there on the Pempushing newspapers. Hunters kill Boko Haram commander, deputy in Berno, retrieve weapons. NGO to build ultra-modern health facility in Nigeria. Okay, uh, it's there on the Pempishing newspapers as well. There are quite a number of headlines there to look out for this morning. The vast majority of them are uh, talking politics, and uh, we will uh, definitely uh, get to talk about them uh, in a moment. But we'll take a very quick pause. Uh, when we return, it will be time for us to take a peep into those headlines, and uh, we'll be glad to have you join us. Please don't go anywhere. It's freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. Abeokuta. And so is technology. Aptech Computer Education is your one-stop IT training center where you can unleash your potentials. Become a software developer, network administrator, web developer, data analyst with expertise in tools like Power BI, artificial intelligence, machine learning, deep machine learning, database SQL, MySQL, and many more in-demand courses with Aptech curriculum. You can also badge a degree from Middlesex University London where you enroll for Aptech Advanced Diploma in Software Engineering, ADSE, a two-year comprehensive training with credit transfer to Middlesex University London for a year top-up BSc degree in Information Technology and Business Management Information. Visit us at any of our offices, Aptech Computer Education, number 22, Quarry Road, Mansheke, Ibarra, Abeokuta. You can call 0803-415-2557 or 0803-721-7003. Songo Ota Branch, number 1, Joju Road, beside GT Bank, Songo Ota. You can also call 0808 463 6061 0803 
Thank you for staying with us. Freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. Abelkota today, Friday, the 3rd of June, 2022. Wale Bakar is my name. Samson Akile is on the program with us this morning as we do the headlines together. We're glad to know uh, that you're there with us as well uh, this uh, Friday morning. Well, let's get into some of the headlines that we mentioned already and uh, get talking uh, this morning. Remember, uh, you can uh, drop your contributions on Twitter at FreshFM Abelkota as we go on and we'll be glad to hear from you uh, this uh, morning. We'll definitely talk to you via the phone lines at some point on the program. I brought Buari out of political retirement, assisted him to emerge president. That's uh, the former Lagos State Governor, Shoajibola Ahmed Tinube, was speaking in Abelkuta yesterday. Now, a presidential aspirant and national leader of the All Progressives Congress, Shoajibola Tinubu, on Thursday opened up on his role in the emergence of President Muhammad Buari as the president in 2015. The former Lagos State Governor, while addressing the Ogun State APC delegates at the presidential lodge, Abel said Buari, after losing 2003, 2007, and 2011 presidential elections, vowed not to contest again. Tinubu, however, said he went to Katsina to persuade Buari to contest and subsequently supported him to win in 2015. Tinubu also took a swipe at one of his fellow presidential aspirants in the APC, the VP, Professor Yemi Oshibadio, saying he nominated him as Buari's running mate. Tinubu said without him, that Kwabiodo would not have been elected governor of Ogun State in 2019. The national leader was accompanied by the Lagos State Governor, Wajdeson Olu, his Kano counterpart, Omar Ganduje, uh, former Berno State Governor, Kashim Shetima, and um, a couple of um, other party uh, faithful. Um, well, he had uh, a lot to say uh, at that uh, you know meeting with the delegates uh, yesterday. One of... Um, one of Tinubu's associates, uh, James Waleke, had in an interview on Tuesday warned that the party against dropping a consensus candidate, adopting a consensus candidate, adding that aspirants should be allowed to test their strength through an indirect primary. On Thursday, Tinubu, for the first time, revealed how he assisted Buari, Oshibaju, and Abiodun to get their present posts. Uh, referring to, okay, well, um, he said, if not me that led the war front, Buari would not have emerged. He contested first, second, and third times, but lost. He even said on television that I would not contest again. But I went to his home in Katsina. I told him you would contest and win, but you would not joke with Yoruba matters. Since he has emerged, I have not been appointed minister. I didn't get a contract. This time, it is the Yoruba turn, and in Yoruba land, it is my tenure. Referring to Abiodo in his remarks, Inubu said, this one sitting behind me here could not have become governor without me. We were at the stadium. They tore all his posters, even the party flag. They didn't want to hand over to hand over it to him. I was the one who brought it. If he wants to meet God at the right place, he must know that he would not have become governor without God and me. Tinubu said when the APC was formed, he wanted to contest uh, the presidency. Well, um, he said Buhari wanted me to be his vice president. He said because the first time he contested, he picked Chuba Kadigbo, flamboyant Catholic, but Nigerians didn't vote for him. The second time he picked another Igbo, Edwin Ume said, okay, Nigerians didn't vote for him. That if he bought the, brought the Pope to run as his deputy, Nigerians would not vote for him. That you, Bola Tinubu, you have six governors. You have never lost an election before. Come and be my running man. He knew all the calculations that then favored us. That was why he wanted me to be his running man. But I told him to let us build a party first. And when we finished building the party, we brought in people from the PDP. Saraki saw that those from the PDP would not get anything if Buhari, a Muslim, becomes a president. And me, also a Muslim, becomes his deputy. He wouldn't become the Senate president, and the Senate president could not also be a Muslim. That was how they started the campaign of calumny against me. And I told them that I had a candidate that is a Christian that I could nominate so that the party would not break. That was how I nominated Vice President Emi Oshibadio. I surrendered my right to him. 
I was asked to submit three names. Yemi Kadozo, Wale Edwin, Yemi Oshibaju. But I told them if I submitted three names, they would play a game. They made make it four and pick the fourth one. I gave them one name and that was Oshibaju. Well, he spoke about why he's the best uh, candidate, um, best choice rather, among the aspirants in the Southwest. You can find all uh, he had to say on the punch. I brought Buari out of political retirement, assisted him to emerge president. Uh, that's uh, Tinubu uh, is on the punch. It is on many of the dailies uh, this uh, morning. The Nigerian Tribune uh, says, I have paid my dues. It's my time to become president. Uh, the pen pushing newspapers also uh, with uh, the report. In fact, <laughs> the pen pushing newspapers says, um, okay, says, uh, don't be an ingrate towards my presidential ambition. Tinubu tells Governor Biodo, uh, that is on the Pempishing newspapers uh, this uh, morning. Well, you know, many had um, wondered when statements like this were going to come out because uh, some, uh, you know, felt that there are many that felt that, uh, especially when uh, the uh, Vice President Yoshibaja was in Ogun State and it was uh, inadvertently or, you know, so straightforward promised the uh, delegates from Ogun State. Many had said, oh, how about Tinubu? He supported the governor and all of that. And it was quite expected, you know, some of the things he said yesterday uh, when he visited Ogun State. What I do not know uh, is uh, whether the fact that you supported me to be governor necessarily means that uh, even when I believe there's someone else that should get our delegates, I have to, uh, you know, uh, reciprocate uh, by you know supporting you, although it's a season of reciprocity, even the president asks for it. So uh, some will look at what happened yesterday as emotional blackmail. Ah, well, it, it depends on uh, where you belong. For the supporters of Tinumbu who had been urging him to be more outspoken, to be more direct at uh, people or maybe his traducers. Uh, to even speak the truth to those who also love him. I think for those ones, they have, they, they, they have no problem. You could see them in all the videos you know, that we've seen cheering him up. You know, and um, for, for those who, uh, I mean, who have, who have been at receiving them of, of, of these messages, I think one thing is clear. Um, perhaps if they had anything against what he has said, to controvert some of the things he has, he has, he has stated. Maybe um, if they could, they could not say anything yesterday, uh, maybe out of respect for him, we still expect to hear more from them. Because uh, I've read a lot of comments. Ah, is this man God? Who does he think he is? And all that. Well, if you are not one of them, I think uh, it might be wrong, you know, for, 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 for anyone you know, to, to, to try to say the right thing. Because when you think you are saying the right thing about these politicians, you might be wrong. I think this is the first time um, <coughs> Ashwaju is talking about um, uh, this matter this way. Uh, this controversy started or uh, recalled when, uh, during the launch of uh, Baba Kondé's uh, book, you know, and there's that portion in that book that talked about Ashwaju nominating VP Oshibajo. And we, we I think it, two days after, or even a day after, about two, two articles came out, you know, controverting that that is not true. It wasn't the only one, even though 
those writers didn't say he was not part of it. Now, he has said it himself. Uh, even Professor Jibaju has said it himself on, on some occasions, even before this ambitions thing came up. So I think, <clears throat> for me, the politics of APC, where it's getting to now, it's becoming to heat up the politics. Uh, sorry, the, 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 the polity. And when you have this kind of thing, what do you do? I think as a people, if you are not political, you need to listen more. While we are going to get more coming from these people, uh, the Oshibajo camp, they will react. And when they are reacting, it will not be Oshibajo that will be speaking, I can assure you. But we know those who have been, you know, very outspoken. Um, Senator D.A.E. have been so outspoken, the, the Ekiti man, against the candidates of Ashiwajo and all that. And maybe it's just a reaction that this man, you know, has now come out, maybe like he said, that um, he was going to fight dirty. And we are beginning to see that. So uh, Nigerians should brace up, you know, for more drama, especially uh, between now and Monday, because the president is going to return. And by Monday or Tuesday, um, we should know who the APC candidate will be for 2023 election. Uh, it's getting hotter. It's getting more interesting. In fact, it's looking like uh, the, 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 the real election itself. Uh, sometimes we even forget about we already have you know, some other parties, mm. especially the, the, the main opposition party with his own candidate. Now, we are not even getting anything. All we are speaking about now is APC. I see that's the only thing. So, um, those who will be against this man, I think they should be ready to hear more. They should be ready to say more too. But most of the people talking will not even be the ones that will vote. Thank God he addressed the delegate himself. The, the one that, re, I, that really got me <laughs> surprised was the one that came from the governor, mm. you know, yesterday in his reaction. That they, they've heard him, uh, they've digested what he said. They will, they will rest do, the, will right do right the right thing. thing. That he should rest assured. And it's the same governor that told the Oshibajo team that, you know, Oshibajo will get, you know, all the, all the delegate votes, you know, when the election comes. Well, um, this is political time. Uh, you are going to hear some truth, some half-truths, some outright falsehood. You are going to get some deceits, some hypocrisies here and there. So we should wait to hear more from the gladiators. Well, uh, in the meantime, the uh, vice president was in a very crucial meeting uh, as well with some uh, party stalwarts, Oshibajo, APC chairman, governors, hold crucial meeting in Abuja. Uh, that's on the Nigerian Tribune. Vice President Emi Oshibajo has met with the national chairman of the All Progressives Congress, Senator Adamo Abdullahi, and some governors elected under the party. The meeting is coming ahead of the national convention of the party slated for Monday and Tuesday next week. The meeting took place at the Aguja House, Abuja official residence of the vice president. The identities of the governors they met with were not known at the time of uh, this report. However, it came after President Muhammad Buhari told the party and his governors to accord him the privilege of picking his own successor. Um, the rest uh, is there on the Nigerian Tribune. Because uh, the, there's been a lot of uh, talks, permutations, I mean, predictions rather, as to oh, who will be the preferred candidate uh, of the president if he's talking about, you know, uh, picking his successor. Some have, you know, touted the vice president. Some have said, oh, maybe they're going north. Uh, although many have been quick to say it doesn't appear like it's going to be the former Lagos state governor. And of course, some of the statements he made yesterday uh, did uh, 
make him sound like he's seen uh, the handwriting or yes. he might have seen some of the mm. game plan. And, and that's why and he's, he's saying kicking. all these things mm. out. Mm. Um, is it, is it, one would also think, oh, it is very highly likely uh, that, um, you know, uh, if the president says he has a preferred candidate, it is most likely uh, the vice president because they worked together for eight years and mm. all, but you just never can tell, uh, you know, what exactly it will be. And then someone said something very interesting to me as they said, well, Buhari didn't say, give me the chance to pick my, uh, the party candidate. He said, <laughs> give me the chance to pick my successor. Mm. And that's a powerful statement. Well, there is no ambiguity in that, Wale. We should not go into the, uh, the, that kind of academic exercise, trying to look at the semantics. Um, what the president said is very clear. Because if um, he didn't want to, or if he doesn't want to you know, behave like the governors, he won't refer to you know, the, the first-timers, Having, having been given the chance to go back, even against some other aspirants. Mm. You won't talk about those who have served their, their, their times, two times, to nominate, promote, and ensure that they choose their own successor. So, um, by, by implication, it's, it's very clear. But maybe people don't know how he's going to do it. I think it's not about him even choosing now. It's about who he's going to choose. Because whoever he chooses and, and such person supporter will see the right thing in it. I've, I've, I've argued about it on this program. That is not out of place for President Mahmoudou Buhari to have you know, a choice of candidates. You are not a good leader if you know what succession is, if you don't have a good successor. And you will have seen someone somewhere you will have seen some people you have worked with in the party or in, in the government, that they form the government together and say, look, I, I think I would prefer this person. But in doing this, in doing it, if that's what you want to do, how do you do it? Do you tell the other people to go and sit down? They don't matter? I think that should be the argument. Because uh, some people arguing that uh, it's, it's, that's the way it is being done. I, I think... Like like I argued earlier, you are just feeding a monster that when it's so well-fed, overfed, you might not be able to control. The fact that it has happened somewhere, the fact that governors are doing it, does not mean we should encourage it. And the PDP has already given us a template to follow. They've shown the APC that democracy should be democracy, not pseudo-democracy, not... You know, yeah, someone sitting down somewhere and dictating. If it, it has been done elsewhere, and we, we all agree that, yes, anybody can do it, then we are, we are creating a bigger problem for ourselves in the future. Because if you think President Mohamedou Buhari is sincere, you are going to have an insincere president someday that will use the same opportunity, you know, to show his insincerity and injure many other people. Who is afraid of having an election in APC. Um, I, I, I don't know whether it's the president. The whoever is there also advising the president or who is not advising him against this kind of, you know, uh, position as the national leader of this country, as the national leader of the, that party, then that person is also 
uh, doing something injurious to our democracy. They have their choice to make. It's an internal thing, but you can see the amount of time being dedicated. So, you know, to this everywhere on radio, on TV, people are at home, <laughs> churches, mocks, that's what they are talking about. So it means it is important, you know, for us. If you rejoice over it because you think the man you love is the one that will be chosen, well, you enjoy it. But when that monster begins to haunt you, then you will now realize what we are saying now. All I'm saying is that that kind of arrangement is undemocratic. Don't justify this undemocratic uh, uh, practice that has happened around the states to say that President Muhammadu can also do it. Remember, they call him Seriki Integrity. Mm. Well, um, just before we leave the APC, uh, the governor of Inundo, uh, Ruti Makriri Olu, has been warning, uh, again, uh, warning the All Progressive Congress against giving his presidential ticket to a northern candidate in a post on Facebook on Thursday. Akriri Olu is the chairman of the Southern Nigerian Governors Forum tried the party to work hard to retain power by rotating the presidency to the south. Uh, in his words, APC must work to retain power. We must rotate power to retain power. Rotate to the south. Shikina, he said. Um, well, apart from uh, the VP, Yemi Ashibajo, former Lagos governor, Balatin, Uboda, APC, presidential aspirants, uh, Senate President Ahmed Lawan, uh, former ministers, Richmond, and Major Bunaya, Ono, Gosula, Pabio, Chukwemek, and Wajuba. And of course, seven governors, Kari Fahemi, Ayabelo, Dave Umayi, Ben Ayade, and uh, Badar Abubakar. There are others, uh, former Senate President Kenny Namani, former House of Rep Speaker Dimiji Bankoli, and seven senators like Ibikule Amosun, Ajayi Borofis, and uh, Rochas Okorocha. Well, Tunde Bakar is there as well. He was running mate to President Muhammad Bari in 2011. Uh, one would almost forget that was a long time ago, he appears, uh, you know, in our political situation. Uh, Uju Ken Oaneye, also. Uh, Ahmed Rufai Sani, Ten Jack Rich, Ikeabosi Mokelu, and of course Nicholas Felix. Uh, those are some uh, other names uh, in the APC race. 2023 presidency, APC may lose if, as according to Akiridulu, of course, uh, the governor saying if they decide to zone to the north again. Remember already, uh, the PDP has zoned that uh, presidency to the north. I took up back picking up the uh, party's uh, ticket uh, that has uh, further uh, increased the volume at which a lot of the uh, proponents of uh, southern presidency I've been using to speak uh, ever since. Uh, well, there's a lot to talk about as far as the politics is concerned. But let's move away uh, from uh, the politics uh, for a moment. And, um, you know, uh, take a look at a couple of others. Well, there are the other ones. There are Nazi Arawa chieftain, one Buari APC leaders of our 2023 presidency. Uh, they're there. Uh, there are others, APC presidential primary aspirants, stakeholders in last row of the dice are there as well. Insecurity could worsen out of general election, says a report. Uh, that is another uh, on the um, Guardian. Well, let's very quickly uh, mention Abakiari gets caught not to counter extradition suit with fresh evidence. Uh, that is on the Guardian. Uh, Justice Iangeko of the Federal High Court Abuja has permitted detained Deputy Commissioner of Police Abakiari to file more evidence. Uh, against the suit filed by the Office of the Attorney General of the Federation on behalf of the federal government seeking his extradition to the United States to face trial uh, for criminal charges. Uh, the court granted the request made through KR's lead counsel, Nureni Jimo, during consideration of a motion and notice. The lawyer, while arguing the application, prayed the court to allow his client to tender additional documentary exhibits to establish his innocence. Lawyer to the plaintiff, Pius Akuta, however, opposed the request predicting his opposition on the ground that it was an attempt to cure deficiencies 
and the earlier documentary evidence adduced by the detained DCB, Abakiari. Well, uh, in a brief ruling yesterday, the presiding judge rejected the objections, stating that the court would have ample opportunity to determine the probate value of the attached, uh, to be attached to the extra evidence. Justice Echo thereafter fixed a day for a definite hearing in the case initiated at the request of the American government for Kiari's trial, having been indicated, uh, indicted rather, in an alleged internet fraud involving Nigerian Instagram celebrity Ramana Bass, popularly known as Oshpopi. Abakiari gets courts not to counter extradition suit. Uh, with uh, fresh evidence uh, that is on the uh, Guardian this morning. Remember, the man is uh, he has uh, the case uh, brought by the NDLEA. Uh, he has uh, this extradition request to battle with, and um, you know it's a very tough time for him. Uh, he's also I've uh, been asking the court to grant him bail uh, as regards uh, the case brought by the NDLEA, but that uh, he hasn't been successful with uh, at the moment. I'm sure officials in the, uh, well, it wouldn't be their first experience of, uh, you know, asking, seeking extradition of an individual in Nigeria. I'm sure officials in the U.S. will be uh, looking at how long it is taking us, you know, to get things done. But like I said, it wouldn't be their first experience without judiciary. They would know that they, things they know, they know, they know our jurisprudence, so uh, they won't be shocked, but they will be patient um, because uh, ours is different from theirs, even though it's not supposed to be like that. And as it stands, they don't uh, have a choice, really. Yes, they, they don't have the choice. The man is still on Nigerian soil, and um, they, 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 even international law does not permit them to come in here and say they want to pick him, pick him up. So they, they will wait. Um, I hope they won't be waiting forever because the way this is this thing is going, um, even some of some people that might be living witnesses might not be there when when the the, the real matter will even start. So. We'll, we'll wait and see the way things go, but it, it, it's really not good for us as a nation. Uh, this this is not where we should still be now. Uh, you know, people having cases. I, I read a, I read a matter concerning a guy who, who had spent, uh, I think, twenty one years be, be, behind bars, and whose case was never, you know, done with. And a judge had to set him free, discharging and acquitting him. But twenty one years of his life already wasted. That's the kind of thing we get. What do you want that man, even if he was arrested at 18? You know, what what could have, what, what would have happened? What would have, will he have learned? Can he just come back to the society and be useful, knowing what our correctional centers are like? You know, so I, I think uh, we, it's, it's unfortunate that uh, we are still at this pace in the development of, of our jurisprudence. America will wait. Uh, and if at the end of the day is not going to go to America, at least if our court here can even fi- find him uh, wanting, let him serve the term or the terms as the case may be. And uh, we will know that uh, there are still consequences, you know, for things like this. But if because some people love this man so much, they are looking for soft landing for him, well, it might still come to haunt all of us at the end of the day. Well, the Okada ban in Lagos is going to be three days old today. That's in the six local government areas that were uh, mentioned uh, by the Lagos State Government when the announcement was made. Uh, the a couple of the dailies this morning says Okada ban Lagos set to crush another 2,228 motorcycles. Uh, that's according to the Lagos State Task Force. They say they are set to crush another 2,228 impounded 
commercial motorcycles popularly called Okada today. Uh, the chairman of the task force, CSP Shalai Jejelui, disclosed this in a statement on Thursday. The statement was signed by the director of press and public affairs, Badin Abdurrahim. I uh, quoted Jejelui as saying the agency will intensify an effort to ensuring that all impounded motorcycles are crushed after following uh, the due uh, process. I said, following the announcement of a total ban on operation of commercial motorcycles, popularly known as Okada on all highways across six local government areas and nine local council development areas of the state, the chairman of the Lagos State Task Force, Shalaji Jolia, said the agency will on Friday crush another set of 2,228 important motorcycles to further make the enforcement of the ban thorough and effective. The chairman stated that the laws are very clear for Okada operators to see that their actions are in complete violation of the transport reform laws uh, of the state. Well, uh, the, the rest you would find on some of the dailies. So I get uh, having issues uh, taking a look at the rest of that story. Lagos said to crush another 2,228 motorcycles. You know, I'm looking at the numbers and I'm, and I'm wondering. Uh, at first, I thought maybe there were cadres that were impounded even before the uh, ban started. But from the statement, it appears these are, you know, cadres impounded from violators of the ban. Mm. So we're talking about over 2,000 violators in the last two days or thereabout. I'm, 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 looking, I'm looking at the economic effect. I'm mm. looking at the cost of mm. every Okada that will be crushed. But um, when you also look at the, the, the human losses, you know, that this has also cost us. Um, can you quantify how many bones have been broken, how many lives have been lost? And um, when, when you look at that, you also want to consider the logic behind this. If, you, if this Okada, these motorcycles get back, to the owners or get back in the society, where will you ride them? Where would they be? If that's what the law has prescribed, it might be very harsh. But if you know the history of this thing, you it's not just Lagos. I think you just read something about Kano too. Because it's becoming a menace. Then we have to look at the costs that it will be for the national economy. These people have been, you know, eking a living from uh, this business. Yes, you, you you might want to tell them to find some other things to do. I've, I've met Okada riders that were graduates. I didn't have a job. I had to do that. Uh, you know, on the other side, we also have people who had a going job. Maybe that was not well-paying enough. They had to leave. We, we don't even have apprentices anymore, you know, to learn certain trades. All these young men are already riding Okada or Kekemarua. And it's, it's not something sustainable that they can do to a certain, you know, uh, age. And when you consider all this, you look at what the government is trying to do. Is it to punish the, you know, the, the populace or to save lives? So that, that, is, what we need to, that is what we need to look at. Um, it's, it's, it's definitely going to come with a huge cost. Security-wise, uh, the economy, and some other things. It's, it's, it's going to dislocate some people. But look at it again. It's not a total ban in Lagos. Yes, if you are not recalcitrant and you want to obey the law, can you not just move to some other places where you are allowed to do things? Can you, is it difficult for them to also obey the rules and regulations you know, of, of traffic? You know, so if you still have Okada riders like we have in Abel Kutai, who still beat traffic lights? They get crushed on almost on a weekly basis. The, the rider and the, and the passenger, you, you have a lot of them. 
you know, at the emergency, you know, wards, around the hospitals, around us. So I think this is the bigger picture I, 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 I want us to see. Um, the human losses, for me, should be the main thing. You can move elsewhere in Lagos. It's just six local governments out of how many. Most, what, what is an Okada rider doing on Todd Milan Bridge, on, on, on Echo Bridge, on Funshaw Williams Avenue? All those, Funshaw Williams, that's about 10 lanes. And you have, the, you have four fastest lanes of all the lanes that you have there. Why would you ride such Okada? And mind you, not just motorcycles like that. Yeah, the, the law even specifies the capacity of the engine you can have to, to be on the highway. You should be able to go at the speed of a car, for instance. That's even talking about the power bikes. You even have some mini ones that are not so big that are allowed. Those ones being used by the dispatch riders, mm. you know, to, to do deliveries and all that. So I think, it, since it's not a total ban, I, I, I don't think the, 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 the public should, should, should be too worried. Those who cannot apply their road on those restricted routes can do it elsewhere. But then I'm, I'm just looking at 2,228 motorbikes it's, getting crossed. A lot of money. Huge. And, and I just huge. wonder whether we could do something else around and crush, especially considering well, we if, don't have a lot if of we money. Can recycle. As they say. I, I'm thinking if you can recycle and, and use you know, the high ons, the plastic there, and all those things, separate them and use them for something else. Mm. But hey, um, we, we, are, we are talking about people. You, you can imagine even the Lagos State Police Command officers and men doing a show of force just because they, they, they were also uh, the, the members of the public were apprehensive of what the Okada riders could do, taking, taking up arms against these policemen and all that. So that will also tell you the people they are dealing with. Uh, they, they've not been gentlemen when it comes to also. Uh, uh, protecting the businesses and they want to continue to do the business the same way that's the thing and it's lagos is becoming like there is no government in abelkuta here when they start their crisis too you wonder who these people are what spirit is also driving them you know so i, I think government is just saying that look we still have a government you can do your businesses but these are the ways to do it, it it's 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 a ban on those roads you can also call it restriction, restricting them to those places. And, you know, I think it's on a program. I, I track the origin of, you know, these motorcycles becoming a means of tra- transportation. When you, we began to have those new towns, you know, people moving from Ikeja into Agbado, Iju, Akute, all those places. Mm. They needed to also commute, you know, into the, in, in, into the main cities. And that, that was how we got it because the government was not planning ahead that, oh, people are already building houses here. How will they come out of those places to get to the major roads where they can get buses and all that? The government did not plan. That's, that's where you had that fault. When the physical planning, development thing, when all those things were going on, buildings were springing up, nobody had the vision that, look, very soon, if you have, you have 500 people in this community, Someday there will be five thousand. There will be fifty thousand. What will they commute with? Come, uh, you know, when they are going to work, when they are going to the place of their businesses, that was failure of government. But government had failed, successive government. But if this government will want to do something different, I think 
that is where you know they are looking at and the way they should do it. Right. Of course, those young men are women. When they don't have something to do, we can. Because maybe we'll, something we'll will find, find something them. else to do, or maybe something, something will find, we'll find them. them. Hopefully, it's not something bad. And you know, you talk about planning. Planning really has never been our greatest, uh, you know, point uh, in this part of the world. But um, I did mention some of the headlines on the Pembishing newspapers earlier. Um, having difficulties, uh, you know, getting them, uh, getting the details. But uh, very quickly, I should. I did mention custodian of Olumarok deity dies at one hundred and thirty-seven. Uh, the 137-year-old custodian of the Olumarok in Abeokuta, ancestress Sinati Sonny, popularly called Yaoluma, has been reported dead on Wednesday at a Itoko residence in the ancient town after a brief illness. Pebbishu reports that the demise of the mother goddess of the rock was confirmed by her son, Solomon Adio, affirming that her mother was a resident in one of the enclaves under the rock for more than 40 years, where she served a deity believed to be living in the rock. According to him, Mama lived in one of the enclaves under the rock for more than 40 years. When she served the gods of the rock, Mama will be 138 years old by August 5. She died after a brief illness. She was a mother of the deity. We're going to miss her a lot. Mama lived her life for the rock, for the deity. She was dedicated to the gods. Other son said, that's as much as I can do well. The rest is there on the Pampushin newspapers. Custodian of Ulumarok deity dies at 137. I'm sure there are so many that visited Ulumarok and met her. And um, she... Uh, she's always quick to tell stories and, um, you know, the, uh, some of the uh, impotence or the, uh, the, the ancestral heritage and value of the rock. And it was fun listening to her. And it's been a long um, well, life well spent, in my opinion, though. <laughs> you know, I, I think, I think I've, I've, I've met that woman uh, a couple of times on uh, maybe as, as a tourist, mm. you know, to the rock. And... Um, you know, especially when you when you're trying to pass through where you have the caves, mm. and uh, you see at the back there, mm. you know, with some other women at that point, and you know, the, the, she lived all her life there. And if if you manage to listen to her, if, because some people will sit by her, you know, she prays and also plays with children and all that. Uh, you can hear some history from him mm. concerning that place. What, how, how the Oluma Rock was uh, was like a fortress, you know, for the warriors at that time, and the significance of it. Um, losing such a person, I hope we've had some historians who will have also speaking to her that will also that will also document. Because that's a library, living. yes. That mm. will, that will have documented some of the things in her memory. So that we don't lose everything like that. Uh, unfortunately, we even read about history anymore uh, in Nigeria since history was quietly removed, you know, from from. Uh, Didn't they return it? Yes, it's been returned, but uh, it's going to take a long time, Wale, before we can do the catch up again. You know, uh, any 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 student now in school, I don't know whether at the university level you now return to it because you will still get there. Whether whatever you want to study. You know, you have to, you know, go back to some history, not just the history of your own society here, you know, the world history, you know. So it's going to take a lot of time. But look at those children, maybe born like uh, 10, 15 years, and they've not taken a subject called history. Then there's a problem. But um, the books are still there in the libraries for those who still love to visit the library. And people, some people don't even know they, they carry libraries around on their phones. 
you know, in with Wikipedia, it's just a click or a few clicks away for you to read so many things about. You just, you know, Google Olumorok on your phone and read a lot of things about it. But young people, I think they still have a lot to do uh, with their smartphone. They need to use this smarter that they've been using it to learn. Well, I will pray, Mama. So rest in peace, and uh, that um, you know, uh, it's a lot of people uh, that will miss her, and I hope uh, we'll have the fortune to be the lost. I just I did a very quick search of her name on the internet, and surprisingly, no Wikipedia page, nothing. I hope somebody will remedy that. Because that's <laughs> that's uh, an interesting individual going there. Well, um, we will uh, get some thoughts uh, from you uh, this morning via the phone lines. Remember, you can drop your contributions on Twitter. As well, the numbers to call are 0803 or 0907-800-1079. 0907-800-1079. 0907-800-1079. That's 0907-800-1079. 0907-800-1079. 1079. Those are the numbers to call uh, to talk to us via uh, this morning. Twitter as well. Another option at Fresh FM Abeokuta. Uh, that's where you drop your contributions. And uh, we'll be glad to hear from you this morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Wally. This morning I caught you right under. How's everything with you? Fine, thank you. Talk to us. It's always difficult getting to you guys there. I'm sorry, um quite a number of things to talk about. One um the issue of your catapan. There are a lot of issues around and I quite agree with the analysts in the house. But I'm thinking that a government should think of how to bring about an administrative control. Um, like registering the Okada riders, organizing the training for them and things like that, regulating the model or the capacity of the engine of Okada that can travel because of the, you know, the impact of such ban on, on the city's building. We, we can't underestimate that. So I, I am thinking government should come about to do you know, administrative control and register them, let them have a rest that is numbered, so when they are traveling, we know, we, we know, you know, this is, person is registered and we know the number. Sure. Uh, I, I think that is one. Let's let, let still on that. We're going to have a test of our law because we, they go to court. And what will come up in court is going to be issue of residency, issue of um, the power of the government, you know, to do some of these things they want to do. It's quite a huge thing, you know. What you talk about? Why feel generally government should bring about the administrative control so that they, they are able to control the crime effects of Akara and also to be able to bring about the benefits of the masses okay. from riding the Akara? That's okay. my submission. Thank you so much. Right. Thank you very much, you know. Uh, you talked about control um, um, registration. I remember here in Ogun State, uh, they did um, try the. Um, uh, riders uh, registration I think called the Comoris at that time I don't know how successful that turned out to be and then you know sometimes a lot of those governments are more interested in how much they are making off the tickets and all that than you know this registration they, they are not being sincere with the people 
Hello. And uh, even the Okada riders, the operators, they know. So they try to still circumvent it because um, when you when you are the beneficiary of the ticket, uh, many of these that are even duplicated or triplicated, then you you know what we're talking about. I, I when I, I wanted to you know feature even some of their leaders on on my safety and security show uh, the other week, they they, they 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 could they didn't want to show up. You know, even even on shows like that, because there there will be some hard questions, even mm-hmm. even for them. Mm-hmm. You know, why why is it difficult for your people to wear helmets, for instance? Why is it difficult for you not to take more than one passenger? Sure. Why is it difficult to, for you to even respect rules? Hello, good morning. Please turn on the volume on that radio. Good morning, Wale. Good morning, my brother. My name is on regular charge. I'm just calling from the people's Nice submission for my brother. Well, do you understand that uh, if guys don't take you, this is going to have some challenges because by the time you want to give us somebody, uh, the person is going to say, okay, I'm going to nominate somebody, I'm not going to bring you my successor, it's going to create a lot of problems. Whoever you going to choose, my mom that accepted by all others, so that can create a kind of a project. Then, you know, the idea of wanting to take it, there's something bad about the sound itself. I think the president needs to look very much more at the pound. He's going to affect a lot of people economically. We're having more and a lot of crimes that some continue to affect it now. We need to be very careful. And I'm telling them the new legal that comes to adopt I mean, the state in general. Let me allow that people to call again. Don't bless you on a regular return. All right, thank you, sir. 0803-322-1079-0907-800-1079. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my Yes, sir. Good morning, Sam Chakidele. Good morning, sir. Yeah, I'm comedy, the original one, calling from Adigan. Well, let me quickly react to the pen pushing that I have free my youth. It's my time to become a president. Although, when we, when we look at the children of the former governor, the government, we are supposed to pay you, but we don't know, concerning the professor proof of the thing that I want to do. You don't know maybe the the party we pick him or we pick the vice president. And also this one to the to the people of Ebas that has Lord Sinotu Sony, the custodian of Ulumoro, Adidas that is young. I say that may Almighty God bless us. All right, amen. Amen, sir. Thank you. Thank you, sir. All right, remember you can uh you can drop your contributions on Twitter as well at Fresh FM Abelkuta, and uh, we'll be glad to hear from you. Um, Olushe Dante on Twitter says, Everybody collect, President collect, Governor collect, Jagaban, don't vex, spit fire. So, Olushe Agalario that says, There's nothing wrong with Tinobu's vituperation yesterday. For all you care, it means the battle line is drawn in the APC. And when the battle line is drawn, expect some more bombshells. My mm-hmm. only prayer is that somebody's life wouldn't be sacrificed in all this skimmings. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hello. Good, Good morning, morning Mr. Wally. Yes, sir. Yeah, and uh, Mr. Samson, Red Daughter. Good morning, morning sir. Yeah. yeah, my name is Bolan Bolan from Jagawizi. Yeah, I want to talk about uh, Baba Tinobu. Uh, I think Baba Tinobu's please. It's not, uh, I'm a group with, uh, like they do say in Yoruba, Kosepe won Serego, Yonsana. But as it is, Yonsana, this is the time he can say all these things because he has kept quiet for more than a decade. 
not participating, just like a national leader. You understand that they just give him that tag, national leader. He doesn't appear in anything. He doesn't have an office in the government. You understand? So if he can be able to say all those things that he's saying, it's just part of the game now. You understand? I am really applauding him for that. You understand? Because he has kept much for a long time. And most importantly, to that about I don't know why those, uh, how am I going to put it? Is it senior citizen that if they, they like to demand, if it is just other persons that has the same problem that Robert Gary had, they should they, they, they will have pushed him since all this way to America. But look at what the, the way they are handling things. It's, it's, it's absurd, though. Thank you. Good morning. Yes. Well, you know, I, I know that you know those that you call ordinary citizens also, you know, apply for bill, also ask for you know bringing in new evidences or how uh, well they, they can. They don't pay have. They and don't have. The, they don't have that kind of money. <laughs> That's what, uh, for 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 quality representation. But he's not an ordinary person, so uh, his case cannot be handled. You know, like it will happen. You know, for 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 some other people, but. Uh, justice should just be served at the end of the day. Mm. All right. Well, um, just as we wrap things up this morning, uh, still on Twitter, Honorable Ademolaki Vanguard, it isn't always a sweet experience when the people you have helped up the ladder are not showing enough reciprocity when you feel it's your time. One can understand the pains of Ashiwaji. The least they could do at this moment is to make the contest a free and fair one. God <laughs> ill Nigeria. Uh, Ambassador... Uh, 013 says, My brother Akindele, the monster of uh, PDP that you call the template is the worst. Imagine a man going home with 7 million naira after primary. That's sad. And on Babatinubu and his people, they can make more noise, but we have just decided to keep our sanity. It's not God. <laughs> Rila Ruse, Kama is fast catching up with Ashwaju, though we are all even witness to the roles they played in installing most of the guys in corridor of power. I expect APC to organize a democratic process of choosing the flag bearer. And if BAT loses, it will not be bitter, um, he says. Well, it's just a couple of days uh, from the primaries. We will uh, get more uh, in the remaining days uh, ahead of the primaries. And Monday, Tuesday, we'll begin to have an idea of uh, where the uh, candidate of the APC will be coming from or who it will be. Uh, I, ho- I just hope that uh, they will all be fine. Good luck the to them. The that's it. Uh, that's as much as we'll do this morning. Thank you, Samson Akengeli, for your thoughts Thank this morning. Thank you for morning. having me. God bless Nigeria. Many thanks to you for investing your time with us. That's Freshly Pressed this Friday. That's the program for the week. We'll be back on Monday at 7. God willing. Wali Bakar is my name. Enjoy your Friday. Have a blessed weekend. Good morning. From the Rock City of Nigeria, Rock City of Nigeria, this is Fresh 107.9. Two
Scary thoughts about this not you wanna tempting decisions getting tough with you to go cause they bad tempting. The road is rough and dark on this journey, you embarking. So keep the fire blazing, shine your eye for better lighting. Peaceful moving, but sometimes you have to fight in. Observing and learning wrong from writing. Uh, plus the devil is a liar. The only thing that is between you and your true desire. And, and you cannot have the answer. So don't you let your worries take over your thinking like a dancer. Try to set my eyes up on Babylon. Oh, ja. 